Money count on cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. All right, folks. Welcome, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. This is a podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is Jay Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio in Indianapolis, also known as Naptown. I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. That's corny. That's a no-no. I'm trying to hustle. That white one. Can you hear me out? Whenever I'm in doubt. All righty. Well, let's get started on barbershop.talk. Hey, KC, you know, I did talk to our sponsor, King Cap, and apparently he have he is now advertising merchandise with his logo, you know, the Out The Way Studio logo on it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just seen it yesterday. He had a, it was a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a jacket. There was some kind of um, T-shirt, like a long sleeve T-shirt with his uh, Out The Way Studio logo on it. And it looks pretty good. Uh, in fact, he said that he's going to give us uh, um, some that we can wear and advertise when we were in the barbershop on Saturday. Okay. And speaking of advertising in the shop on Saturday, as you recall, I busted out my uh, barbershop.talk hoodie that uh, King Cap did for us. Oh, absolutely right. Got a, got a lot of comments on that. In fact, a lot of folks said, where can I get that? Because we did kind of do a little podcast, a mini podcast in the barbershop. Uh, and it looked like the customers just really enjoyed that. You know, I do have to say uh, uh, thank you to Mr. Logic because he had some type of, you know, Mr. Logic is up on the technology tip. Uh, he gave us some kind of fancy device that we can use versus um, some of the traditional equipment that we will use to do a podcast. So it looked like he made us a mobile podcast as well. Yeah, he's definitely cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. Now, I do have to admit, Casey, is that I still got to figure out how to use the device. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know how to turn it on and off, but <laughs> but that's about the extent at this time. Uh, I I can record a little bit. Uh, matter of fact, I was playing with it this morning, and it was uh, uh I wanted to. Uh, it has a, apparently has a a level where you can speed up the voice or slow it down. Oh man! Yeah, and it was going a little fast, and I was trying to figure out how to slow it down. I probably made that device do everything, but. Slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> now, now this is the the, the 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 macho part of me is that I refuse to read the directions. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had some some real long Christmas nights, <laughs> <laughs> extremely long. <laughs> but in this one, I think I think it's it's, it's a couple of things I'm going to do because I'm not an instruction type of guy. But I think either I'm going to uh, put in the model number and etc. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. To figure out how to use, it. I'm more effective that way. Uh, but I refuse to pick up uh, some paper and read the instructions. That's just not in my <laughs> DNA. <laughs> <sighs> hey, but uh, you know, it's one thing we did forget to do, Casey. Uh, I don't know if we did it. Sometimes we uh, ignore uh, Arthur on purpose because he's our artificial intelligence. 
And uh, um, he always talking about he's the smartest one in the room. Uh, you know, he don't particularly care for Alice. For our listeners who know Alice, she's another IA. Um, or AI. Yeah, AI. Yeah, right. I like to say Person. IA because it reminds me of the basketball player. But anyway, <laughs> AI, artificial intelligence, is Alice, who is just dying to take over Arthur's role. Uh, well, but, I, I must say, I thought Arthur did a very fine job last week. He was all right. He was all right. <laughs> He's better than all right. He's better than all right. All right. Okay. I, I give Arthur a little credit. He he is seemed to be a little bit uh, more uh, chill out since he had the upgrades. So yeah, you know, you know, now I think about you after right. He did a fine job last week. Uh, but I I see here. Of course, he did his typical thing. He left us a note on the desk, right on the monitor, and he said that uh, he wanted to pitch something to us. That he has an idea. Hmm. Now, every time he pitched something to us, we have to remind him that he is getting out of his lane. He needs to stay in his lane. Well, you know, I don't mind him pitching ideas, but they he should pitch them to us before we're ready to hit the airwaves. Now, see, now that's a good idea. I do like that idea. Uh, but let, let's hear from him. All right, that's let's what he has to say. Him. Okay, Arthur, you're on. J-Rod and KC. I am learning from Ms. Alice, she gave me a few pointers on how she bamboozles you both, so as to not overstep my bounds and run the risk of not staying in my lane, may I suggest a topic for this segment your, worships. Whoa, we have received whoa, several mail- oh, oh, stop yeah. right there, stop right there, Arthur. <laughs> First of all, don't- A couple I, of things. Yeah, please do. First of all, Bamboozle. <laughs> That's what he said. He said bamboozle. The only time I was bamboozled was when they said we landed on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a big bamboozle there. <laughs> you know, what got me out of his statement, Casey, <laughs> your worship. Take me out of that category. Yeah. yeah we're, not, we're not deities around here. And, and Arthur, will you please leave Alice out of your conversation? She is a fine AI, and I mean a fine AI. Uh, all right, Martha. Uh, okay, Arthur. Say what you got to say. We have received several mailing questions from the fantastic people and AIs that listen to me, or I mean us every week. <laughs> okay. Can we use this segment as a mail call segment? I will read the mail and either of you can answer the questions. Since it is clear you are both the most dynamic and smartest entities in the studio. Boy, he sure knows how to win us over now. Wow, I mean, that's a pound of butter there, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs just a little light, you know, slice. Yeah, he's but, but actually, I kind of like that idea. I'm intrigued by that idea of our, uh, yeah. uh, of our listeners uh, having some questions and comments that they want us to respond to. I, I like that idea. Today, I kind of right? like that, too. I kind of like that, too. Well, all right, all right, okay, Arthur. Can you say what you want to say? I'm, I'm good with that so far. We may need to rename out the Way Studio to the J Rod and KC Arena of Intelligence. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, you got my attention, Arthur. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, scratch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Arthur, you are aware that uh, uh, King Cap allowed us to use Out the Way Studio, and we're not paying any rent whatsoever. Because that's all we can afford. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I do have to admit, Arthur, I do like the name 
uh, J Rod and KC Arena of Intelligence. Boy, that got a read to it. I like that, KC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we could call an episode that, but, but yeah, it's going to remain out the way studio. Yes, I, I, think that's a, I think that's a good deal. We, we kind of like when other people pay the bills. And, th- and thank you, King Cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, King Cat, we're we not afraid to say you are the most intelligent one in the room. <laughs> Even when you're not in the room. All right. Okay. All right. But we do like the idea, Arthur. So, uh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, all right. I'm going to follow your lead, Arthur. Go ahead. First question is from a Ms. Elaine J. from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Elaine wants to know how J-Rod and KC met, and how are you able to keep your podcast so fresh and interesting? Wow. That's two questions. Yeah, yeah, but it's a pretty good question. Yeah. I kind of like that. Uh, All right. You want to tackle that? Uh, No. no, you go ahead and go first. I, I, do, I don't know if our listeners know or not that Casey and I is in the same fraternity, and that's Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, but we didn't meet through our fraternity. Uh, so, Casey, I'm going to have you pick it up and uh, have at it. Okay. Well, actually, our ex-wives were both uh, were good friends, and we met through them. Yes. And... Uh, uh, and we kind of bonded from that. But actually, we, we met, we hooked up, and, you know, it was cool. But we didn't really become good friends until uh, uh, I was getting a haircut. And ironically, for years, I had, I had been getting my haircut out of a shop that J-Rod's father owned. Oh, yeah. I'm in that shop. That was a good shop. And unfortunately, uh, we had the, the barber that cut my hair. It was always suspect as to whether or not he would show up on Saturday mornings. And I had been jilted three times. <laughs> and I was upset and I was ready to just 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 quit and find a new shop. And J. Rod's father said, Hey, young man, you hold on for 20 minutes. I'll get somebody here. And made a phone call. 20 minutes later, a barber showed up, and it was J. Rod. <laughs> and I was like, man, hey. Aren't you so and so's husband? He's like, yeah. And aren't you so and so's husband? Yeah, like, yeah. We met, and yeah, and we both sigmas, yeah. And so, uh, and so, this was going to be a one-off, right? For, right. Uh, for J. Rod, but I was like, hey, man. But it was good to meet you this that, and the other. Well, two weeks later, I come back for another cut, and when I first, you know, walk into the shop, I see uh, my normal, my regular barber. His chair was empty. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go again. And your father motioned to me uh, towards the back. But see, there was a little back room yeah, that was, was in the shop that wasn't utilized at all. And I guess Jay Ryder said, hey, I'll continue cutting here if I can use this back room. And so, and, it, and it's blocked off by these curtains. So, you know, your father motioned me to go back here, you know, towards these curtains in this back room. And I stepped behind the curtain, and there you were. And from that point on, we bonded, and we've been tight ever since. Absolutely right. And in fact, I remember that day. Um, it was uh, shortly after I graduated from college. And uh, my dad called me and said, hey, uh, I need you to come in the barber shop. You know, we're really busy today. I'm like, uh, all right. So I went in. And uh, again, Casey was sitting there. I did his hair. And then uh, um, uh, the following week, my father called me again and said, hey, I need you to come back in here. And then after that, my father said, why don't you just come in as many Saturdays as possible? And so I said, all right. 
Um, and I set up the little back room that Casey is talking about. And so I was cutting in the back. They had the main barbershop in the front. And I just really had my own area in the back because I'm just there on one day, which is Saturday. And uh, um, that's how we got to know each other. Right. And you established a vibe back there. And, and you reconnected with a lot of people uh, from your past uh, in that little back room. Oh, oh absolutely. In, in fact, um, uh, from talking to Casey in the, uh, in the barbershop, we realized that our paths had crossed before uh, because I played for the school that he was a student at when he was in elementary school. It was at St. Rita's, um, St. Rita's school. Mm-hmm. He was a student there. Uh, and then back in the day, I used to play <laughs> sports for that school. And uh, we just get to talking about it. He said, hey, didn't you go to St. Rita's? And I go like, well, I did play at St. Rita's. And uh, we realized that our, our path crossed way back then. Yeah. So that's how we met there. And, uh, uh, and now... Uh, so many years forward, fast forward up to today, we're doing a podcast together, and uh, appreciate the question. All right, okay, Arthur, that was kind of fun. What about our next caller? Mister Johnson from Portland, Maine, ask other than stability at quarterback, what do the Colts need to take them to the Super Bowl? Tickets. <laughs> yeah, they need tickets. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only way they're going to get into the Super Bowl is if they purchase some tickets. They might as well put some airfare on that as well. (laughs) It ain't happening. I'm going to say three things. Uh, The first, obviously, is quarterback. Uh, The second thing is uh, receivers. They have to upgrade the receiving core. Uh, And I mean at least uh, two people, be it two wide receivers or a wide receiver and a tight end. But that, that receiving core has to be upgraded. And and then the third thing is they need a, a pass rusher. They need somebody that can get after that quarterback right now. They don't have that on that team. They didn't display that last season. So uh, I think if they had those three things with what they already had, uh, then they have a, a as good a chance as anybody at making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they do have the, uh, the pieces, uh, the pieces to have a very good team. Uh, I would agree with you on this, is that they do need a quarterback. There's no question about that. I do not think Carson Wentz is the um, short-term or long-term solution for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, So that we do agree on. But my second focus would be that defense. We do have a solid defense here in Indianapolis. But I think our our pass rushing has a lot to be desired. Uh, Back in the day, we had Dwight Freeney. Uh, Mathis was of us outstanding um, defensive ends. And I think we need that um, because if, if, if you cannot get to the opposing quarterback, then he's going to throw on you all day. Right. Uh, they make mediocre quarterbacks look like uh, all pro quarterbacks. Yep. And I think you're absolutely right now. Cause one of the strategy they had when Peyton Manning was here is that we're going to jump out to the lead. I mean, we're going to jump out to the lead, you know, one of 30 points, 21 point lead to force the other team to throw. Uh, and it was a good strategy because we had great pass right. rushers. Right. So it was a su- successful formula, and I think we need to get back to that formula. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you know, we can talk about the Colts all day, but I'm getting kind of intrigued with these phone calls. All right, so I'm going to go to one more. We have letter from Baby Know It All. He is a student at What's A Matter You in Whitestown, Mississippi writes, I met KC at this great event last year, 
where I tried to enlighten him on the current conditions in the United States. His question is why is Similac so much like an opioid and how can he eliminate his addiction? Wait a minute, Casey. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, is that baby know-it-all that we met in Arizona? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Right. Who else you know drinks Similac? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, now, why his is so addictive is because his mother makes his with alcohol. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> right. now, now, for our listeners, I'm going to have Arthur tell you, what is Similac? Because baby know-it-all, he calls our podcast all the time, and he always talks about this uh, Similac. So, so let Arthur tell you what a Similac A popular brand of baby formula containing vitamins and nutrients that newborns need for nutrition. All right. Now, for ones of you who are just joining us for the first time, yes, Baby Know-It-All is a baby that can talk. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something? I am uh, I, I know that time is critical here, so I want to go ahead and, and uh, recognize our sponsor real quick. Um, let me go ahead and do that. I think that's very critical. So let's have at it. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Hey, hey. Taiwan on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in MIA. Alrighty, as usual, we're going to pause and recognize our sponsor. Our first sponsor is Out the Way Studio, that is the owner of King Cap. Now, King Cap has other organizations on his umbrella, but the one he likes for us to mention is his custom t shirts and apparel. If you have any interest, please email him to make an order or get a catalog of his service. It's King Cap, and Cap is with a capital K. It's King, K I N G, Cap, K A P 317 at gmail.com. Now, our second sponsor. For 21 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Yes, if you want something good to happen to your hair, come on in to 421 Barbershop located on Michigan Road, Indiana. We are a family-friendly barbershop. So if you want to get hooked up, just come on in and see one of our master barbers. And you got to see the new details in the shop. The shop is as fresh as the cut. Yeah, I mean, they really laid it out. spared no expense. Uh, I just love the layout of it. Come in, check it out. Yeah, yeah, we do appreciate that. Shout out, Casey, because we did a lot of work after the uh, the vehicle ran into the shop uh, back in uh, uh, late November. So we had to remodel and, and put the place back together. So thank you very much for recognizing that and giving us that comment. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a really nice place. Come in. Check it out. You'll be glad you came. Hey, you know something, Casey? Uh, people have been knocking on the door. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I heard that they actually talked to you about people wanted to put a new product on our on our podcast. Yeah, we've been getting uh, contacted from several businesses uh, wanting to advertise uh, on our show. And, and that's a great thing. Uh, you know, our our podcast is limited to 30 minutes, so we can't all our advertisers in but uh i'm thinking maybe we could maybe squeeze in one or, or two yeah you know that's not a bad idea and i'd be happy to squeeze one and two in if they squeeze us a check <laughs> yeah well, that's what it's all about you know <laughs> it ain't even got to be a big check we, we'll just take any check <laughs> all right <laughs> now i see some notes here that they left for me about this uh this new product apparently it's supposed to increase your memory and it's dedicated to our, uh senior citizens 
uh, ARP is also a sponsor. Uh, and it's called, uh, I think it's Joe Johnson Memory Program. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That might All be right. a good product for me. All right. Well, well let's see what we have to say. Let's, let's play it. The following is a paid commercial announcement for the Joe Johnson Memory System. Hello, I'm Joe Jefferson. Do you forget <laughs> the men you wish you could remember? Do you forget people's names? Do you forget important dates? Do you forget information that's important to remember, like important dates? Or perhaps you even forget people's names. That's why I created my new memory system called the Joe Jackson Memory System. With the Jeff Jackson Memory System, you'll be able to remember long lists of items in great detail. Does it work? Just listen to these testimonials. I used to forget things all the time. You know, little things like where my car keys were, what I was supposed to pick up at the store, where my car keys were, you know, things like that. And then I tried the Jerry Johnson memory system. Now I can even remember the names of everyone in my household. Thanks, Jack. Man, my memory was the worst. I couldn't even remember what I heard just a couple of minutes ago. And then I tried the John Johnson memory system. And wow, what a difference. My memory used to be the worst. You know, there was a time when I couldn't even remember what I heard just a couple of minutes ago. Thanks, Jerome. Yes, but the Johnny Jasper memory system will never forget anything important ever again. To order this Jake Jensen memory system, just call one 888 that's 1-800, again, 1-877-5, uh, no, uh, 1-888-5, no, it's uh, an 800 number. Oh, yes, that's 1-888-352-4QML. The Jackie Jackson memory system costs only $19.95. That's right. Just $29.95. <laughs> Call today and we'll also include at no extra charge a notepad that you can use to write things down. <laughs> You'll get the Junior Johnson memory system and the notepad all for just $39.95. <laughs> Call and give your credit card and ATM number to our operators today. And what's the first thing you want to do tomorrow? That's right. Call and give our operators your credit card. And don't forget to do what it was that I told you to do earlier involving the thing I was talking about. Your memory will improve, or my name isn't Jim Johansson. Good. I've got kind of a busy day ahead of me. I, I have to go record a commercial for my memory. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Ryan. Yes, yes. Uh, we better have Arthur do a disclaimer, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Hey, Arthur, you definitely have to do a disclaimer for this one. The views expressed are the sole claims of the advertiser. Barbershop.talk does not endorse, validate, or represent the product's claims or services advertised. If you want a refund, don't look at us. <laughs> For real. Because <laughs> we ain't going to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of problem? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. You know, well, at least they're giving us a check, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we've already deposited it. <laughs> That's right. So if you want the, uh, the, the Joe Johnson or the 
Joe Jackson, whatever the <laughs> yeah. memory, the memory product our system is. Hey, any name start with J, it's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> well, all um, right. All right. And, and, but okay, maybe it didn't work for some of those people, but it might work for you. That's so right. there you go. That's take right. Take a chance. Because everybody's different. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, let's see what we have for car as far as time, because uh we do have a, a topic that the uh the barbershop was talking about. Um it was kind of a serious topic, but they was really talking about it growing up. And mm -hmm. one of the main things they was talking about is that, or the main comment we kept hearing is that we didn't we didn't know we was poor, or you know we didn't realize we was poor. And it got me thinking, you know, if you didn't realize you're poor, how are you going to get out of that situation? Because yeah. if it, if you ever have an issue, the first thing is recognition. Yeah, you if you don't recognize you're in trouble, then you don't see the trouble coming. That's right. So what I'm going to try to do, I'm going to, uh, I, Arthur did some research and he came up with uh, 15 signs that you are poor. And so mm -hmm. we're going to talk about a few of them. We're not going to go through all of them. We're just going to okay. go with, with time permits and we're going to have our comments on it. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and get started. We may get to one or two, but uh, let's get started with this. Here are 15 signs you're poor. Number one, if you stopped working, you couldn't maintain your lifestyle for more than three months. This is probably the easiest way to find out how well you're doing, no matter how much money you're earning. For some reason, if you stopped working without altering your lifestyle, how long would you make it based on the way you have your life set up right now? One year? Six months? One month? Less than that? Generally speaking, if you don't have enough money saved up or cash flow coming in to at least maintain your lifestyle for three months, you're considered poor. This reality might hit you like a brick and unveil just how fragile your economic stability is right now. Everybody needs protection against worst-case scenarios, and the fact that you don't have one leaves you vulnerable. The beauty of this three-month check is it doesn't matter if you make 60k a year or 10 million. In time, you've acquired fixed expenses, and your lifestyle comes at a cost. The way to solve this is to actually do the math on what your average monthly expenses are, and save up to three months ahead or create sufficient secondary streams of income that are not influenced by your ability to work or not. Examples are real estate rents, royalties for intellectual property, or being a minority owner in someone else's business. Number two, it takes you more than one hour to get to work. Yeah, before we start talking about that number two, I got some comments on that number one. Uh, yeah, uh, three months. Yeah, three three months of income. My my financial stability is shaking after three days. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, I, I I probably can relate to that because I do recall when you took that candy bar. That was two dollars and fifty cent, and Arthur withdrew it from your account without you knowing. It was all Arthur's fault. <laughs> it was overdrawn. I was financially stable had he not done what he done. <laughs> it was two dollars and fifty cent, but but I do have to say that uh, again, everything on this list is not necessarily saying that you are poor, but it gives you something to think about. Now, how many people out there use that even as a measurement? Is that if you lose your income today, can you sustain yourself in three months? And if you cannot, that may, that may be an indication that you may be poor. Mm -hmm. Now, again, you had to put other factors into consideration, and that was just one factor. Yeah. And I do want to point out about that, that mm -hmm. they said um, either have the money on hand mm -hmm. or have another cash flow. Yes. Yes, I think uh, having a secondary or even a tertiary income source i mean third mm -hmm. income source yeah. uh is the best option always try to have 
more than one revenue stream so that if something happens, you have something to fall back on. Oh, absolutely. Now, one of the things that we talked about earlier in the studio, we were talking about this, is that we were saying that a lot of people cannot save. I mean, mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what they're going to get their next meal from. They live in paycheck to paycheck, and we recognize that. Right. But we also uh, really pushed and talked about in our meeting is that if they had another stream, I don't care if it's Uber, mm-hmm. DoorDash, right. um, just some kind of other income coming in, so at least they have something. Right, because if you are are able to survive paycheck to paycheck, then if you had uh, uh, just a small part-time job and use that for savings, you know, you'll be surprised at what it can do for you uh, in a relatively short amount of time. Right, and I want, I want to make sure that we're clear when we're talking about savings. We're talking about savings to sustain you for a period of time, not a savings to get rich. Because rich people didn't get rich by saving. Oh, no. They did it by investing. Yes, and put that money to work for them. uh, They make that money work. Absolutely. So what we're going to do now is that we're just going to go ahead and we're going to finish this conversation and and maybe mention on our next podcast. But we want to give you something to think about because we think it's critical to educate yourself. And also educate yourself on your financial situation. All right. With that being said, Casey, I would love to talk some more, but we got to go. So go ahead and sign us out of here. All right. Uh, but real quickly, other ways you may recognize that you're poor. Uh, if your shoes are air conditioned. <laughs> or if you're hoping and praying that your mother or father gets a minimum wage job. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved.